A sinister game conducted by a twisted, deranged sicko. An evil experiment on human behavior. The films discussed today are a study on psychological effects of torture and stress. We will be reviewing Spyro and the original Saw on today's Shriek Previews. You cannot get out. They are coming. Welcome to Shriek Previews. Hey, Dan. Brent, you magnificent man-stallion. How are you doing? Wow, it's the first time I've been called a man-stallion. And the last. Yeah, oh, actually, well, there was one other time I went as a, a centaur for, for Halloween. And so, you know, the half-man, half-horse thing. I guess that would and, qualify you yeah, as a man-stallion. I was a man-stallion, yeah. shit. Right, yeah. So, uh... All right, so what movies we got this week? We got Saws, and we've got Spiral. Spiral. Well, before we get started, two things. Two, number one, folks, we're going to be talking about movie plots, and we're going to talk about spoilers. So if you don't want any spoilers, if you haven't seen the movies yet, turn this off, go watch the movies, and then come back. Also, wanted to give a shout-out today uh, to my new friends that I met recently when I was in New England, the Bone Girls, Kelly and Kate. Kelly runs an Etsy shop and she also appears at various events. She does uh, jewelry and artwork using real animal bones, so some really cool stuff. She's got some artwork that's like themed after horror films. Like she had one, it was like an animal skull with all kinds of pins, like the pinhead guy. And cool, they had I want to see that. Yeah, some really stuff. You can check it out there. Uh, her Etsy store is uh, Bones to Pick. And, <laughs> and the name Pretty of clever. her store is A Bone to Pick, yeah. So or her, her business. So yeah, check that out. And uh, hi, Kelly. So, um, we got any uh, people from abroad we want to say hi to? Uh, well, I did notice that we had a uh, somebody listen in from the Philippines, Philippines from a place that I couldn't pronounce, mm. but I saw it was in the Philippines. So, uh, hello, person from the unpronounceable place. Thanks for listening in. Oh, is that like the thriller in Manila? The thriller, <laughs> yeah, that, that's exactly it. Get it? Manila's the capital of the Philippines. I, I, I got it, yeah. Uh, so Is that another one of my bad jokes? Oh, that was a joke, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, thought, I thought you were talking about, like, filing folders. Oh, my God. Yeah, so. Okay, so Saw. Saw. Loved it. Loved it, okay. Loved it. Well, Absolutely. do you want to give the recap, or should I? Go ahead and give the recap. Okay, so, basically, these guys, the movie starts, these guys wake up, and they're like, in some sort of looks like kind of an old derelict bathroom or something like that maybe like a commercial bathroom because it's large yeah. and they're handcuffed uh, to like pipes on the walls and stuff there's a, a corpse in the middle of the room and they don't recall how they got there and they find a tape recorder and there's a mysterious voice on there that starts telling them about here's what you have to do you know I want to play a game and that was the first step, you know, for our first introduction to Jigsaw, mm -hmm. who, who spawned numerous uh, movies in the Saw franchise. And they go through these things, and 
Yeah, and, and as you said in the introduction, it's kind of an experiment in psychological like torture and such. They were chosen for a specific reason. Uh, the Jigsaw didn't just pick them randomly. He had a reason for, for putting them in this situation. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and I thought Jigsaw was magnificently played by Tobin Bell. Yes, yes. I kind of compare him a lot to Robert England's Freddy Krueger. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, very good uh, dimension to this villain, this creepy guy. Yeah, um, uh, a lot of good actors here. Uh, Carrie, Carrie El, I think it's I think, pronounced Elwes. Elwes, right? Yeah, that's from, what I keep from hearing. Princess Bride. Princess fame. Bride, and he was also in another horror movie we just watched. He was in The Unholy. The Unholy. Uh, yeah. Bishop Giles. Yep. He was also in season, I believe, three of Stranger Things. Yep. Yep. And, and we got uh, Danny Glover in this. Was Danny Clover in this one, or was he, he was in Saw in, 2? No, he was in this one. He was one. in this one, okay. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't and, remember. Or maybe he was also in Saw 2. I haven't... This is a... Matter of fact, this is the first time I've watched this one all the way through. I've always seen clips of it, uh -huh. but I've never seen the actual movie all the way through. And um, I thought it was terrific. Yeah. Terrific movie, great ambience, a great mix of detective and horror. Yes, absolutely. It's, it's more of a... A, a murder mystery it's definitely yeah. a mystery and the the twist at the end i mean nobody I sees know. that coming no no i love i remember i had seen the ending before and i but but it was it was a great ending yeah when he gets up and you're like holy shit he was right there at all this time right yeah a very dark very sinister all around great acting i thought mm -hmm. great use of editing i love the editing like when they 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 show the victim in like certain situations and you see all this crazy you know jumbling yeah movement. like the time yeah. speeds up and, and the stuff. car chase at the end yes the car chase with the quick cuts you know and uh, and uh, the editing when uh, Adam he sees Jigsaw stand up and all this thing goes through his mind you know there's all this yeah, quick cuts of, yeah the... great stuff um, I love the scene where Detective Singh he gets killed by by the shotguns overhead. Yes. He looks up and then you don't even see his head. You just see his body kind of like glimping down, you know? Mm -hmm. Great. Yeah. Uh, you know, this this movie obviously spawned numerous, I think there were a total of six actual Saw movies because I think mm -hmm. it was Saw 1 through 5 and then Jigsaw. And then Spiral. And then Spiral, uh -huh. right. So... Now, what was Jigsaw like his beginning, like a prequel? I I don't fully remember, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. It's I saw it when it came out in the theater, and I don't remember too much about it. I'll be honest with you. the Just like we've talked about other franchises, they start strong, and then they keep milking them for the money, yeah. and they just get weaker and weaker. I mean, at the beginning here in Saw 1 and also Saw 2, there's that mystery element to it, mm -hmm. and... You're you're hooked and everything, but as as it went on, I felt like it just became more and more. You know, what cool new traps can we showcase? Mm. And the writing and the the acting and the plot and everything wasn't it, as strong in the later ones. It erodes. Yes, as time goes on. But this first one, directed by James Wan, who yeah, did the James Conjuring. Wan, who did the Conjuring, and yeah, excellent stuff. I tell you. Um, his the directing style in this one reminded me a lot of Brian De Palma. Okay, Brian De, De Palma specifically. I for some reason, uh, Dress to Kill comes to mind with Michael Caine. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of like the sense that that whole like a detective kind of like a I can't like almost like a film noir type of mm -hmm. you know feeling to it, the yeah. quality. 
but uh, great stuff, great very onions. Very gritty. Very gritty. Yes. Yes, yes. And um, just everything was just terrific on this one. I, I surprisingly, not as much gore as I expected. Right. Yep. It was gory, yeah. But, and it was, you know, it had, a, but it was not as bad. It, it didn't rely on it. Right. And see, that's what I mean. In the later ones, I think it got more gory and more relying on the gore and the shock value. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So. And I love the uh, the fact that both main characters are flawed. The, the Adam is kind of a sleazebag photographer, and uh, and then Dr. Lawrence uh, Gordon, he's, he's kind of cheating on his wife or not, you know, but he's kind of had that intention, mm -hmm. uh, and that's why they're in this situation. I right. thought it was great. Yeah. They're just regular flawed people. Yeah. And, I mean, the reason why John Kramer is doing this is, well, you know, he's... He's dying, mm. and so he wants people to to appreciate their lives and such. I mean, it's almost. I mean, yeah, he's, it's it's kind of of a twisted way to go about it, mm. but he, he's almost got an altruistic reason for doing this. Yeah, like you said, it's completely twisted the way he goes about it. But you know, that's and yeah, uh, the guy uh, to Tobin Bell as John Kramer. I mean, he's just. The way his face looks and just how calm he is all the time and, and things, it's just, um, I thought it was pretty fantastic. I thought it was also kind of neat that he had the sidekick who we all thought was the main character, or the main bad guy, the Zepp uh, Handle. Mm -hmm. uh, Zepp Handle played by Michael Emerson. I thought he was, he did a great creepy guy too, a little bit yeah. like a, like a, almost like an Igor type of character, you know, you know? You need to watch Saw 2 as well, because Saw 2 mm. is almost as good, and it also has a twist at the end, but obviously not the same twist. Mm. Um, and, and Saw 2, I felt, was really well done. After that, they kind of fell off, so you can ignore um, the rest of them, but... Um, Saw 1 and 2 definitely watch. Yeah, yes, okay. absolutely. So Are the... the well, I... I Zepp Hindle gets killed in this one, right? I don't remember. Yes, he does. Yeah, yeah. He gets killed, so he doesn't come back. Right, no. But but John, um, the Jigsaw. John Kramer. John Kramer, he does come back. Yes. Him. Okay, yeah. See, here's the crazy thing, too, about some of the later ones. Like, I think Kramer f actually dies in Saw 4. Oh, yeah. I, I know at, at some point he dies yeah. in one of them. And they keep keep going like, oh, here's a series of traps he left behind, you know, as his final thing and whatever, and then there's a, was a copycat who kind of carried on his legacy and stuff like that, but it just, it didn't do it. It's just squeezing the lemon for the last bit of pulp. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so what'd you rate it? I gave it nine skulls. Nine? Wow, okay. The originality, I, I, the whole time I was watching, even though I had known, you know, the little clips and bits. And there was an interest. I did want to see the whole thing, but it was a well-crafted film. It, it was. was. A well told story. Yeah. And um, it's something that I would have on my shelf. Sure. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So it's a, I definitely, especially this director, man. Yeah. James Wan. James and... Wan. The Con, The Conjuring. Yeah. Good stuff. I love this guy. Yeah. He's a great director mm -hmm. of his horror films. One of his more recent movies was um, Aquaman. He directed Aquaman, and I thought mm -hmm. that sucked. But... I think that was more from the script, not from the directing, you know, because mm. it was a beautiful, you know, it was visually stunning. It just, I found it boring. But mm. uh, so you gave it nine skulls. Yeah. I gave it eight skulls. You know, there was a lot of good stuff to it and such. It just, I, I don't know, it didn't, uh, and I really enjoyed it, but it's not one of those where, where if somebody says, 
hey, what's a horror movie I should watch? This is not the first one that would jump to my mind. Mm. So No, definitely not. I yeah. agree. I agree. Not the first one that would jump to my mind either. But uh, it still has its place in uh, originality. I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very original. Mm. It kind of reminded me a bit of um, like the Belko experiment. Belko is about the kids. Uh, no, what, what is no. that about? Refresh Belko experiment is about a office building that gets taken over by like somebody, and uh, like people have these things embedded in their skulls, and basically they say like, okay, there's 128 of you in in the office right now. The office is locked down. Mm-hmm. Um, in three hours' time. We expect 64 of you to be dead. Otherwise, uh-huh. we will start detonating people at, at random. Oh, and, that it sounds familiar. Maybe I might have watched it. I'll have to check it out. Yeah. You know, so there there's other, there've been other movies with the whole, like, you know, a puppet master behind the scenes making people jump through hoops. Mm-hmm. But I think Saw really was the cream of the crop of that one. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And do you happen to have on your notes, when when did the first Saw come out? 2004. 2004, okay. So now we jump ahead to 2021. Yep. It was supposed to be 2020, but 2021. So 17 years later, Spiral, the next chapter in the Book of Saw. Mm -hmm. And this one is a sequel in that it comes after, because they they reference John Kramer and the Jigsaw Killer. Mm -hmm. But there's similar things going on. But, uh, and they see, at some of these scenes of the crime, they see this spiral symbol, yeah. which kind of looks like the, uh, the rosy cheeks of the, the jigsaw doll mm-hmm. from, the, uh, from the original saw. But, but John Kramer is dead. How could this be the jigsaw killer? Mm-hmm. And uh, Now, one thing about this one and the, and the, and the original saw, mm-hmm. do they, I don't think they say where this was set in, what city. Um, I honestly don't recall. Mm. So, uh, yeah. I, to me, that was very important because I was trying to figure out the, the, a lot of the city shots in this one. You know, I was trying to figure out what city is this, mm-hmm. and I'm just I was thinking. I wonder if it was um, uh, if it was supposed to be set in a certain city uh, at the beginning, and and I'll I, I don't know if I interrupted your recap. Now, no, but, go ahead. Okay. At the beginning of this film, oh, directed by Darren Lynn Boosman. And ex-produced, or executive produced by Chris Rock. Chris Rock, who also stars in it. Yep, as Detective Zeke Banks. Yep. And at the beginning of this, there's that detective. The the detective at the beginning of the film, he gave me a, he had like the fedora and the white suit, whatever. He reminded me of Darren McGavin in The Night Stalker. I don't know if you remember that from the 70s. No, I don't. Okay. I check it out. Okay. But I thought that was like trying to like, you know, do an homage to that. And the way he was dressed reminded me of like a 1950s Louisiana detective. And I thought maybe this was in Louisiana, but I don't think it was. Yeah, I, I honestly, I don't recall. Anyway, um, what, did you, what did you think of this? I mean, I liked it. I felt it got back to the spirit of the original Saw. There was plot and things like that. It was more of a mystery than, mm-hmm. you know, um, why is this person targeting cops? And... You know, we see that uh, there's part of it that it could be anybody because Chris Rock clearly doesn't trust anybody on the police force. Mm. He thinks they're all corrupt. You know, a few things that I didn't like about Spiral. Like I said, I liked it because it got back to the spirit of uh, of the original Saw. It wasn't just about the traps. Uh-huh. Um, 
number one, you know, whereas Jigsaw is, I want to play a game. It was a very sinister voice. Yeah. In Spiral, it's like, hello, officer so-and-so. I've got a, you know, the voice just didn't, didn't strike me as sinister or menacing at all. No. And then here's the other thing. And maybe it's just because I've seen so many Saw movies and movies of this kind. I figured it out about halfway through. In fact, I mentioned, I, I saw it with my daughter and I said, oh, you know, I bet it's so-and-so. And then a few minutes later I said, and I bet, it's, I bet the connection is this. Mm. And then when it was revealed, she looks over at me. She's like, how did you know? <laughs> and uh, it was just, you know, I, I just nailed it spot on. Yeah. And so that kind of, yeah. I didn't like it. You didn't like it? Okay. Not really, no. I, I thought it was trying to be seven. Uh, it was nice to see Chris Rock in a different role and sometimes even convince me. Mm -hmm. But his uh, many years of comedic movies and uh, humoristic material has taken its toll on him. Mm -hmm. And so now, if he tries to do something else, I'm like almost like a, waiting for him to tell a joke you know, <laughs> or kind of wisecrack. But, um, you know, I just I thought it was just kind of lame. I, you know, the only thing that I thought that one of the redeeming, not the only one, but the only, one of the redeeming qualities of this film is Samuel L. Jackson. Because any way you slice him, cut him up and serve him up, he is a badass. Oh, he's a great actor, and yes. I thought his acting was great. I didn't like how Samuel L. Jackson's character was written, though. I, I thought he was a little bit uh, overbearing, a little too much. Like, yeah. It became like a Samuel L. Jackson movie. Right, almost became a, a stereotype of himself. Yes. You know, yes. whereas I thought, I, I really liked Chris Rock's acting, actually. His I acting thought... was good. I, I, like I said, he even had me convinced at times, but I just, I, I think it's been too many, I, I don't know, some people, I think some comedic actors can pull it off. Like Robin Williams was able to pull it off in One Hour Photo and in uh, what's Vertigo or not? Uh -huh. um, uh, insomnia. Insomnia, yeah. Insomnia, mm. yeah. But but I don't think everybody, every actor or artist that can that does a certain type of material, especially comedic, can't always jump to another another genre. It's it's hard. They I think almost want to say they have to start doing it early. I don't know. They get typecast. You know, it's hard to say. But his acting was great. I thought he was great. He was really kind of over the top. You know. Yeah. It, but eh, I just kind of, you know, eh. <laughs> yeah. And so obviously it's set up if they, if they want to do a spiral too, uh, you know, electric eh, boogaloo, of course. Um, I thought a film had too many holes, left too many questions answered. For uh, one of the things that bothered me is a train scene at the very beginning with the detective. Um, forget his name. Damn it. Yeah. Um, the 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 guy with his fedora. Yeah. When he gets hit by the train. And then they go with uh, Detective um, Zeke Banks and mm. and and, uh, and the other guy, uh, Detective William Shank. Yeah, he's uh, they're they're looking at this this train accident, and the scene looked a little too clean, man. Yeah, it looked like all the guts were like centralized in one spot. Right. When a train hits a body, it's that thing explodes. Right. It's, it's like a water over. balloon. Yeah. Yeah. They repaint that fucking wall with every, you know, all the guts and blood. Right. And it seemed like it. It was almost like a bump. You know, it just didn't convince me. And then, how did the creep get the tongue and badge? If the if the tongue was hanging uh, from that contraption, 
and uh, they and they when they investigated, I think the tongue was there. But then it makes sense because it, it turns out Zeke was the right the motherfucker. But but then wouldn't they know that he would take the tongue with him? You know, it just yeah, gave me a lot I to think know. about. Uh, you know, how did the creep get access to the police records? Well, the vault. Well, now we know. Well, but, now we know. Yeah. See, what, what but really, at the time you're you're thinking, well, what the, you know, it doesn't make any sense. But what know? convinced me that it was uh, the the rookie cop was because yeah, I just spilled it, but we already made the spoiler alert. Yeah. You know? Each of the other victims, we saw everything leading the the pre- predicament leading up to their death. Yeah. And then we got the one, and we saw the tattoo and whatever, and it, it was uh-huh. supposedly that. But we didn't see the whole thing leading up to the death. And to me, that was just a big red red flag. Up, oh, look, something we're, we broke the pattern here. Yeah. And so that's why I was like, oh, I bet it wasn't really him. And then use the decoy body or something. Right, decoy body at, at the one butcher shop or whatever. Yeah. And then yeah, that uh, makes sense. and then the fact that they kept flashing back to the whole the corrupt cop who shoots uh, the innocent guy, and I was like. You know what? I bet this guy is his son. That would make sense as far as age and stuff like that. So, yeah. Just, you know, yeah. How did the creep paint the spiral and detected? Well, you know, all that goes back to what you're saying. You know, I should have caught on and said, well, it could have been this guy. But, you know, there's things that happen that just kind of made me think, well, wait, that's, that's kind of funny. Well, why didn't, you know, this happen? Yeah. You know, I, I was not really impressed. Um, at the very end, when that one crooked detective, the one that was uh, that was uh, fired and sent to jail mm-hmm. for, for killing the one witness, the dad. Yeah. Okay. Um, he he's in his room with this like hot air blower blowing glass blowing at him glass, or whatever. Yes. And you know, there's like Detective Zeke Banks is you know frantic to frantic to try to stop it. And I see this big belt, a conveyor belt of bottles, glass bottles in the back. I'm like, well, why not just go up there and just knock the bottles over? You know, why not just, you know, it's right. just, yeah, there's got to be, it didn't, it seemed like such a simple mm. torture mechanism that, that I'm like, well, why didn't he just like knock the bottles over and save the guy that way, you know, or put some kind of like trash to lid on yeah. top of it. I just seemed like he could have done better. And then the thing at the end with the, with Samuel Jackson wired up to make it look like he was pulling a oh gun. God, I'm like, come yeah. on. Come on, yeah. that's so dumb. I just, yeah. just sitting there. So just, oh, my it, God. Uh, it's so goofy. But uh, good pace. Uh, I love the pace on this. Good cast. I love the uh, the actress, Marcel Nichols. Hot. <laughs> anyway. Until she gets her face it, melted. Until she gets her face melted. Well, then she was still hot, but in a different way. In a different type of hot. Right, yes. I mean, like... Right, like literally melting. Yeah, yeah. Um, just did not really feel uh, the horror vibe on this one. I was not scared, not one little bit, not ever at one point. Just horrified. Mm-hmm. Um, entertaining nonetheless. Yeah. So I gave this kid four skulls. Four, okay. I gave it seven, slightly below Saw. Mm. And again, because I felt it had the Saw feel to it, I liked the acting. Uh, the only thing I didn't like was the... The predictability out of it so yeah um, and I like I said before the one thing is that it I, as much as I love Samuel L. Jackson he, he, you know it, it seemed like he overtook the movie right and like he kind of nudged the actors aside and said, hey, yeah. get me yeah. out of the way get out of my <laughs> right. way I'll show you how it's done and and it became a Samuel L. Jackson movie right yeah no. and anything they were going for was lost yeah you know but it was great to see him as a you know the detective 
as as a police chief and then retired. You know, it was cool. It right. Was, it was a good uh, good performance by all everyone all around. If if you're a fan of the Saw franchise, Spiral is worth seeing. However, if you if you're unfamiliar with the Saw franchise, of course, then you shouldn't have been listening to this. But regardless, you know, go back and watch Saw one and two first before watching Spiral. I think uh, it'd give you a, a better appreciation. So, so that's Saw, the original Saw from two thousand four, and Spiral twenty twenty one. Any anything coming out, Dan, that you're looking forward to? The purge. The purge. The forever purge. Yep. The Mexican purge. Oh, is this the Mexican? I think they. Yeah, they they go south of the border at one point, and you know they they're messing around with the cartel. Uh, so okay. yeah, I'm interested in seeing that. You know, I saw the first two purges, and I haven't seen any since because, in my opinion, the purge two was just the purge one again. So, um, but yeah, I mean, we'll I'll I'll see this new one, and we'll see uh, we'll see what that is up to. Um, I'm excited about. Uh, I I heard rumor a couple. There's a rumor mill is is going furiously. Apparently, sometime in I believe October. Clive Barker regains the rights to Hellraiser. Do we really want him to? Well, here's the thing. I mean, he he the, the all the later Hellraisers mm-hmm. were were not his creations. Basically, the the studios that had the rights, they put together those abominations. Okay. But apparently there is a Hellraiser reboot in the makes and also a Hellraiser series that's going to show on HBO apparently. So I'm interested to see because I mean the original Hellraiser that's a that's a classic, and uh, it'd be interesting to see how how it reboots. It's interesting. I'm I'm down to just at least take a look. Yeah, you know, because yeah, you they had a lot of uh, interesting things about Hellraiser, for, especially in the original. Right. I mean, you've got the puzzle box, you've got the Cenobites, yeah. you've got the you know Pinhead's iconic look. Yeah. And I mean, let's face it, there's lots of killers and stuff you've got jason and freddy and all this but i mean let's face it pinhead is from hell yeah. i mean direct you, from hell yeah you don't get you, you don't get much more hellish, hellish, than, that. hellish than that exactly yeah. plus right. plus i thought he was a unique uh, character he wasn't just a slasher he was a motherfucker right. that came he, to he, town to he was very show you the hell pimp hand yeah he was he was very um conniving and yeah. manipulative and very yeah. a very cool customer and mm-hmm. you know i'm i'm interested too you know um would be interesting if like disney got a hold of it and you know they made a kids version heck raiser heck raiser yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'll see you in heck <laughs> bunch of kids you know playing with a, a rubik's cube rubik's that suddenly cube. launches you know these demons, demons out and yeah. stuff um and you know, so the, the Cenobite instead of like having all these discs in his face or whatever, it's just like a bunch of iPods. Yeah. And yeah. Uh. So. <laughs> you're you're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I, I got it. I got you. So. I got you. Anyway. Um, all right. Well, any any final thoughts, Dan? I got a joke. You got a joke. Uh Yeah. Come on. Come on. What are you, what, what uh, are you hesitating there for, man? I got a joke. Well, this is my platform. This is my crowd. My peeps. Be, because I, what? When you you what? say that, Stammered. my like, mental like... my mental image is I see a little doll on a tricycle. It's like I want to tell a joke, and 
you know, uh, each time you do that, a little bit of me dies inside. So why? But you ever like die, like like uh, die laughing, like ha 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 ho ho. Sure, we'll go with that. Oh so God. so tell tell us your joke. All right, all right, all right, all right. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. So why don't crabs give to charity? Why don't crabs give to charity? Because they're shellfish. <laughs> I got you, didn't I? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Shellfish. You, you you got me there. Well, guys, thanks for listening. Of my righteous, some of my brain cells just died horribly in like a reverse bear trap type thing. Um, Why? Anyway, reach out to us our e- you know, via email, shriekpreviews at gmail.com, or check out our Facebook at Shriek Previews. Uh, tell your friends, tell your enemies. If you've got a, a movie you'd like to suggest us to cover, please let us know. We would love to hear from you. Or if you just have stories of something spooky you want to share. We appreciate you. We love you very much. We'll see you next time.